if I strip right now, they won't see me. A podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk on a weekday this time around and talk about stuff. Man, has it been a hell of a day. I uh, I am actually really enjoying this run. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It, it's been one hell of a day. Did you catch your dick in a zipper? Uh, No, wood chipper. Did you catch your testicles on a bird feeder? Like that squirrel? No, again, same wood chipper. And there's blue... So on the signs, and here's your sign, Blue. Right there. <laughs> right there. So you heard him. We got Zyber, we got Blue. Gentlemen, how are you doing this evening? Um, I, I'm i doing all right, I guess. I mean, I can't complain. <laughs> how are you I'm doing? doing great. I'm having a lovely day. Oh, man. And we got Daymok joining us. How you feeling, Daymok? Oh, man. I'm just glad to be home right now. I had a long fucking day. Oh, dude. 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 And we got Co joining us. Co, how are you feeling good, sir? Feeling pretty good. I had a long day of work watching YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can eat my ass. Dude, I walked into work <laughs> with over 25 servers dead. <laughs> Sounds nothing new to me. <laughs> oh, my God. I got in, and I swear to God, I'm sitting there like, you know, you know, you guys know Al. We love Al. Uh-huh. Al yeah. calls back. Hey, can you get to the website? I had a flashback of that frigging video of the sales guy versus the website. <laughs> or the like, sales guy versus the tech guy. Like, literally, I just thought to myself, damn, do I have Halo up and running or what? Sure enough, website was down. Oh, my God. It was, and that's that was the start of the day. Oh, man, we're migrating everything over to cloud storage, so all of our shared drives are going away, and the current provider decided, hey, fuck you guys, we told you September 30th was your last day, so come today, they reset all permissions on very sensitive folders to all users, just so that they can start changing things. I've been changing permissions all day and trying to secure everything. Man, you guys got it tough. Oh, I gotta love the government. Just a, I, uh, just just a great utilization of funds. I work in structural engineering, and I don't have these problems. <laughs> I came into work today, and we had leaky Lieberts. Well, all I gotta do, all I gotta ask Blue is, do you have any openings? <laughs> <laughs> we actually may have an opening, but you're gonna need another degree. <laughs> Because this bitch will travel. Look, man, I can write anything on a piece of toilet paper and say it's a degree. I don't care. I got time. Nice. Look, you want math? What? Two plus two. Got it. Eight. We got it. It's all good. We'll make this happen. Hold on now. I can go ahead and design you one in Krita real quick. Let's go. Bam. Look. All right. I am going to walk in there with a degree on a plaque. It's going to look official. 
just all right i'll set up, up i'll set up the website for the faux college and the only student being cecil and he passed with uh honors the vala fucking dictorian right here like we've got this <laughs> let me know where to send my resume <laughs> nice okay so this guy's driving this pontiac vibe and he's got a florida tag on it and then he's got this this I forget the name of the university, but I swear to God, it's a place in Canada. And I cannot believe that this guy would drive a Pontiac all the way from Canada to Florida. So I'm thinking, maybe this fucker just likes the name and wants to make himself look intelligent. So he bought a bumper sticker for university and put it on the back of his thing, figuring, no, I'm not going to run into anybody who's an alumnus of this place. And if I am, I'll just talk out of my ass. That sounds amazing. I'm going to do it. There you go. I got to figure out someplace really cool, though. Could Don't I go talk? with Yale. Everyone I was going to say, could Yale. I talk out of my ass like I went to Yale? Nope. Harvard? Nope. You talk Commun- like he came out of Brown? Community College out of Wyoming? Nope. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'm good. <laughs> now, I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. We got to get into one of the most important things of the night. What is everybody drinking or partaking in? So if you've crushed up some pills and you've snorted them, we'll take that as well. Let's start there, Ziver. Come on, man. Don't leave me hanging. Tell me, well, tell me you're drinking something good. Well, I, I consider it good. I, uh, I am drinking this vintage orange vanilla Coke. God, I'm glad you ended that with orange vanilla because i thought you were going to stop at you were drinking vintage and i was going to throw up a little like dude that's that's wrong <laughs> like guests and all or guests but well uh, we don't give those out not not until they're on the show for at least a year well uh if he's got the money i i got i got the mouth touche what about you Kel? what are you drinking man i'm on my second bottle of dragon's milk I'm, I'm really enjoying this stuff <laughs> What about you, Blue? What are you partaking in, good sir? I am uh, drinking the last can, thank God. Because every time I open this fucker, like it opens, and then you look at the beer, and you're like, that beer looks dark and red. Holy shit, that's a lot of foam coming out of there. <laughs> um, it, it's the it's like a delayed effect. It just it takes a couple seconds for the oxygen to just... Um, so it's Atlantic Beach Brewing Company. It's their Mayport Red, um, and it's a red ale. Surprise. 5% alcohol by volume, but here's the kicker. It is 41.4 um, IBUs. This thing does not taste as good as a... What was that I was drinking on Wednesday day, Mount Killens? Not Killens. Killians. Thank you. Killens oh, is a dessert yeah, that's place. That's Yeah, but there's is a there's is a Irish red ale or something of the sort. Um, but I am drinking it with uh, an ounce of uh, Hungarian plum brandy and a ounce of a uh, raspberry liqueur Chambord. It's a uh, French, and it kills the bitter taste. So it doesn't really do much to the color or anything, but it comes out lot smoother it's not as bitter and uh it, it almost is as good as the uh killians so are you saying the french killed the reds 
Yes. Uh, French-Indian uh, War. Damn it, I forgot about that no, one. No, 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 no. This is the French-Hungarian War. Oh. <laughs> what about you, Damoc? What are you drinking, man? Uh, I have this wonderful Arizona raspberry tea, and it's fucking amazing. I wish I could get drunk, but I'm on too many meds. God, you just got to crush up all those pills, put them into a pile, cut them up, and snort them from now on. Then at least you can pretend. Told you, I'm going to fucking flush these muscle relaxers down the toilet, man. I had one, and I don't want to experience 12 12 hours of my life just laying there limp, not doing (laughs) shit. Dude, those are the, like, seriously, a buddy of mine who's like, swears by the damn things is like, oh, yeah, man, you take two muscle relaxers, you drink a beer, and you'll melt into the couch. I sat there, I took two muscle relaxers, I drank a six-pack of beer, and I'm sitting there going, like, is is the couch going to melt or something? Because all I got to do is piss. No, man, I, it says, he tells me take one to two, and the first night he's like, oh, just take two every eight hours. Nurse was like, well, muscle relaxers work kind of funny. Some people it affects, some people it doesn't affect. So I took one. No, dude, 12 hours of just, I'm fucking absolutely useless. That's where you get the girlfriend to, you know, climb on top and do some stuff while you literally can't do anything. It's liberating. I don't think that I could even get to that stage, dude. I wouldn't stay awake for it. I was out. <laughs> That's a Canadian window right there. That's uh, that's a Canadian window. I know that. I've done that. With the arm coming through the window like that. You can only get those windows in Canada. Sometimes in New York. Maybe North Dakota. Anywho, I myself... You know what? I actually listened to the last episode, and I never said what I was drinking. Like... I never actually said what I was drinking last episode. It's blasphemy. I know, I know. It's like the most important thing. I completely ignored it. But this time around, I'm doing well. So I started off, I had a, this is my second class. I only went one knuckle on this class because I had two knuckles on the first class. So I'm drinking Kirk and Sweeney, 23 years. Uh, my first one was two knuckles and then a single ice cube in it just because I wanted to go down really smooth and really easy. Just kind of cut through it. This one is just nice one knuckle straight. Oh, damn. So smooth. So good. So warm. Fire in the belly. I cannot, I cannot think of a bad thing about this. This is, uh, it's got the sugarcane notes, little touch of smokiness to it, but just a hair's breath. Not a lot. Just, just enough to let you know it's there. So, uh, take it you like it. Dude, I almost I almost started singing, singing country when you said that. Yes, I like it. Nice, nice. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it as much as I do. Oh, yeah, man, this is, uh, between Methuselah and this, like, if I had a bottle each, just put me in a corner with a Playboy or something, I'm good for the night. I mean, between 44 and $46, depending on where I uh, buy it from, it's well worth it. It it tastes like a more expensive rum than what it is for a really good price. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Well, next segment, since we got to crank into this here, and we're already 30 minutes into when we should be recording, even though we have been recording for 30 minutes, but whatever. Anywho, State of Games. State of Games is where we talk about what we've been playing for the past week or... Well, for some of us, for the past, like, three days. Uh, or we pontificate on how we feel gaming is, just in general. So, State of Games. Let's reverse that. Damoc, what is your State of Games, good sir? Uh, well, 
at the end of the weekend, uh, Float Sam, Float Sam came out uh, in early access. Picked it up because I've been watching a couple people play it. Looked like a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed the game, although exceedingly short at the moment. It is one of those where I would say hold off on it entirely and just keep it in your wish list. Um, but you're basically... You guys have all seen the movie Waterworld. Hopefully. Oh, drink everybody. He said basically. Everybody's played or everybody's seen Waterworld, I would imagine. Oh, that's the one with Dustin Hoffman in it, right? I don't know. It's the one that the ice caps melted and flooded the world with water and the dude has the gills behind his ear. Yeah, yeah. It was Dustin Hoffman, right? Okay. I don't know. I, think I just so. know Kevin it's, a, Costner. it's a great movie. Kevin Costner. There you go. That's the name I recognize. Oh, that was Whitney Anyways. Houston in it too? I don't know. No, I'm not going to look it up. I don't know. <laughs> I, it, it's a good movie. If you haven't up. seen it, it's a good movie. Anyways. It like six hours long, long, Whatever. <laughs> it's not like six hours long. Yeah, it is. It's like six hours God long. damn it. I'm going to have to look movie. it up, but I'm not looking it <laughs> up right now. <laughs> I knew if I painted him long enough, he would. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> polar ice caps melt, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what the, the float Sam stuff is, but you start out and you're just like the little floating wreck and you got to go around and salvage and build on and clean water and get food and add more shit and make houses for your people and blah, 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 blah. It's a lot of fun. It's just way too short at the moment. Um, if you like the movie Waterworld, it's kind of one of those, the only reason I bought the game. I'll check it out then, because I, uh, I, dude, I, I actually, when I saw Waterworld, I loved the post-apocalyptic world flooded thing, and the opening of him urinating into an apparatus and then drinking it. I'm like, God, I've done that without the apparatus. This is amazing. You can actually build something like that. Damn. Can we compare Waterworld to Mad Max? Oh yeah, it's like a, it's, it's literally, it's Mad Max on water. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that because Mad Max was amazing. Have you ever seen oh, yeah. Mad Max on weed? It's Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. What about you, Blue? What's your stating games there, guy? So, no crickets this time. I actually played shit. Um, I have been playing the Ghost Recon breakpoint uh open beta when it was open that was fun loving that um i like how they fixed one of the things from the closed beta to the open beta which involved uh, your radar could not be up unless you also had your pinned quests up so it would be like all this crowded shit just for me to look at my radar and now they fixed it so the pin shit will go away and i can show my radar but it picked up a new glitch, something with um, you half squeeze a trigger to like hold your breath for a name, which is kind of nice because it used to be like whenever you want to hold your breath, it was a separate. You had to like hold the aim, press like the center of like uh, one of the thumbsticks, and then shoot. They've got it down to just two things: one trigger, aim, and hold your breath, and the other to shoot. So, but the only problem was is every time I did it, my my scope would kind of like zoom into a solid piece of wood or something like that is what it looked like. Like it would like zoom into the side of the scope or whatever. Just be some weird 
thing and then it would refocus itself. Um, but I've been enjoying the mechanics of it. A lot of grind and loot um, versus the original or the previous Ghost Recon game, which was a lot of just grind to find the gun and that's it. Now it's grind and find better guns and uh, kind of didn't spend so much time exploring this one. I, I just kind of just ran through the parts and just had fun shooting people. And then I also played some Zelda. And I'm still happy with uh, Breath of the Wild. Nice. What about you, Ko? What's your steady games there, man? Well, uh, after beating Borderlands 3? On 3? Yeah. Uh, I went back to Anarchy Online. Uh, <laughs> are you shooting ahead at Daymok? It's a good game. No. It's no. A twinker. It, it's No. Uh, rough launch. I'll give you that. But... It's an it's an older game like EverQuest, but the Twinker's Paradise. So, uh, if you like stats and min maxing, that that's a that's a classic game you want to play. Ah, uh, old faithful. What about you, Zabrulud? Let's see uh, what you're still games there, guy. Are you sure you want to know what I've been playing? All right, I guess I'll tell you anyways. Um, well, I mean, we know it's with yourself, but well, yeah, I've been I've been smashing myself. What can I say? I enjoy smashing myself. Then sometimes have to switch. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been playing some Smash, but lately I have been playing a lot of The Link's Awakening. Yep. Uh, I've been really, really enjoying it. Uh, it's very well updated. Um... Yeah, that's that's pretty much it, other than like a bunch of other games that I'm diving into also on the Switch, the Nintendo Switch. I mean, I, I recently uh, won a big lot of games for next to nothing, so I'm cool with that. I'm enjoying my Switch because I have games now. So one of the big things that I've been reading about with Link's Awakening is that the there's been like some performance issues on Switch. Have you experienced any of those? Um, I haven't really experienced any performance issues except for once when I was in a, a boss battle. Um, and that was just probably because my machine was getting hot. I would say it's more system than software. I don't particularly have any issues with the system having any performance issues. But I haven't played it enough recently to, uh, to really know. I was reading on something, and I forget where it was. I should have linked the article, but they were... Actually, I posted the article in the news because there's they've checked it out, and there's definitely performance hits. And that's where I read it. Then I guess we'll get into it. Yeah, for myself, I have a Gen 1 uh, uh, Switch. Now, there is a more recent, or I should say more current, uh version of the switch i guess that handles the heat issues better and the um minis are supposed to run a little more uh stable i guess um if i'm using the right words for it than the launch models i don't know if that's where uh, some of the issues are i didn't get a chance to read the article but nice to find out all right my state of games has actually been fairly lame. I've been playing a little bit of Dying Light. Uh, I actually, so last night, 
I got a very, very interesting email. So that prompted me to jump into a game that I actually bought. I, I bought the Kickstarter pack or, or the, the Founders pack or whatever you want to call it back in wherever. Yeah, so uh, I actually got a really interesting email. So I jumped into a game that I am, I, I've, I've been like, you know, part of the closed beta for. Uh, it's a it's an interesting game if you guys remember actually uh zyber posted a couple of screenshots of the old game the seventh guest uh it's the new game is coming out the 13th doll and uh, so funny i thought it was funny uh, i had the the beta that you download i was i'm part of the tester group i i haven't installed it because i've been teeter-tottering whether i want to ruin it for me or if i want to just jump in fresh when it gets you know official release so I decided, yeah, yeah, I want to wait. So then I fired it up because I'm like, you know what? I've got it. So I fired it up and I started it up and I heard the intro music and I promptly shut it off. And I said, nope, I got to wait. I got to wait. I got to wait. Nope, I don't want to ruin this. I got to wait. So I'm back in the board of waiting for the 13th doll to come out. Uh, but I'm super excited about it. So I played like maybe 30 seconds of it, which consisted of me listening to the intro i played a bunch of mobile games on my phone because that's all I really have time to do. Well, that's about it. I'm super lame. Yes, you are. Yes. When are we going to play Dying Light again? Ah, uh, soon? <laughs> Never. Borderlands? I already beat that. I mean. Well, I've already beaten Borderlands too, but this, this chocolate hasn't. <laughs> Oddly enough, I haven't beat Borderlands 2 myself. I, I heard it's like a prestige kind of thing to actually beat it. So I haven't played any of the pre-sequel yet at all. Everybody says that the pre-sequel is like the best one. And I'm like, I don't know. I really enjoyed the first one, but that's because of the, <sighs> I guess because of the company. I'm going to disagree. I didn't specifically, specifically, specifically like the pre-sequel, mainly because the world was too open and empty by comparison to the other two. Oh, oh so it was like two. Fallout New Vegas. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, next next so segment. so hold on. Oh, You'd say it was beautiful to look at, but nothing you'd want to fuck. Yeah. All right, I get you. Fair enough. All righty. Uh, next segment: news. So actually, the first news article in gamer news is Nintendo. Uh, what is this? Cuphead celebrates both its second anniversary and five million copies sold. I don't think you really need to read the article all that much unless there was something cool in there. But, dude, that's pretty big for Cuphead since Cuphead was a uh, it's a full on indie develop. There wasn't that wasn't a big team, and that that game is no. yeah. that game is really really hit the mark. It was an amazing game. Yeah, and uh, two's coming out uh, soon, I believe. Within I like worried though, like is the second one really going to be able to capture what the first one did? I mean, there's not much they can really can do to make it fail. It's just more boss battle than, than a continuation of the story, right? I believe so. I believe it's more of a continuation than a real second. You guys are missing the biggest mark. What did it accomplish? Oh, shit. What did it accomplish? Its soundtrack went number one on the jazz billboards. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It did yeah, have a pretty kick-ass soundtrack. It did. The, it uh, does. I think this thing, this game, I don't know too much about it. <clears throat> I think it feels kind of a nostalgic cartoon um, 
feel that some people are looking for. Because, you know, like, everyone's, like, going vintage. Everyone's going, like, 8-bit games or whatever. Like, so this kind of took people back in time. And hopefully it was the challenging game that really sold this thing. All right, that. Blue, if you want, I believe I still have a copy of it to give. I Hell can no. give it to you. <laughs> Don't you can rip your hair myself. out. Yeah. You can rip nope. your hair out. And be like, oh, this is so fun. Oh, my God, this is yeah. so fun. I want to fucking kill people. Yeah, you can question his challenge. Well, there's people who really like challenges. Like, there's people who buy Dark Souls because they love the challenge. And I'm not one of those people because I don't have the time to dedicate to struggling to, you know. So, yeah, this is boss. like Disney World and Dark Souls kind of shit. Uh, that's over the top. I would say it's challenging, but not so much that you couldn't beat it. Like, Dark Souls, in my opinion, I'm going to blame it on clunkiness when it comes to its gameplay. But I think Cuphead is pretty well um, designed so that you don't have the clunky mechanics to, to, to hold you back in terms of the uh, gameplay. Isn't it also two-dimensional? Yeah, like, it's a 2D platformer. Yeah, those. Yeah, Dark Souls is a 3D world, but yeah, some of it's clunky. And like the original ones, like some early games, but I feel like the third one's smoother yeah, than you, the others. You you could pick up Cuphead and play a couple boss battles here and there and, and be able to progress through it. It's, it's definitely really rewarding. Okay, look, all I want to do is I want to point out that there are also people out there who castrate themselves because the voices tell them to. <laughs> just just want to throw that out there when you say, oh, there's people out there that like challenge. Yeah, there's people out there for everything. You need more voices in your head that are like more supportive than that. <laughs> oh, so I know. Out. They they drown those guys out. Oh, they're oh, really they're really supportive. Like you go and like you grab an axe and you start burying it into somebody's chest. They're really supportive at that moment in time. All I know is I can push my way through Cuphead. I can't push my way through Dark Souls to save my life. <laughs> no, when I'm when I'm had when I've had a day really smooth and I don't I feel I haven't been angry enough, I'll throw in Bloodborne for like five, ten minutes, and then I would have peaked out my anger for the week. Let me introduce you to a game called Getting Over It. <laughs> I just have a nice healthy rage bait. Good oh, to yeah. go. Yeah, there's nothing like a like a good old rage bait. I don't know, I pop a muscle relaxer when I'm getting testy. Oh Ooh, yeah. man, rage Two bait on a muscle beer. relaxer. There you go. <laughs> this podcast is not support doing drugs illicitly. No, no, only recreationally. Mine are prescribed. We're good to go. But I will share. No, I won't. Yes, I, I will. I was to say, I'll bring up my muscle relaxers. We'll sit on the couch and melt together. Throw on some anime, and we'll be, like, fucking there. All right, here we go. I got some uh, Viagra. Dan oh. asks out the re the relaxers. Pop one at the each, you know, one of each at the same time. Or you know what? You could you could really do like a weird trifecta of that. You pop one orally. You take one as a suppository. There we go. I had somewhere I was going with that, but I kind of lost track somewhere in the middle there. So if you were expecting, and here I thought you were going to say pop a Ambien, pop a Viagra, and pop a muscle relaxer all at the same time. No, because then you'll like sleep bang a washing machine or something. So, getting away from episode 101 and moving on, let's discuss more news articles. Uh, next news article we have is Mario Kart Tour subscription is terribly broken. Now, I'm going to be very, very uh, honest. 
I did not get a chance to read any of the Gamer News articles this time around. So, why the hell is it really broken? Uh, well, you it's the mobile game. It is not the new Mario yeah, Kart yeah. that came out on Switch. So the mobile game comes out and it's just like, hey, this is great and you can do it. Except it's $4.99 a month. Whew, uh, what? So literally to play the game, you got you to gotta pony up 5 bucks a month? So that's what gamers were hit with as a, apparently it was an automatic thing and people didn't realize that's what it was. But it's $4.99 a month um, to play it and it gives you the extra stuff. There is a very free version of it available, but by default, you had the subscription-based ready to go. Wait a second. Doesn't doesn't like Apple or Google or Apple and Google, don't they have that uh, like that thing, like the pass where you can just buy and you get to play for a bunch for you get to pay play a bunch of games for like five bucks a month i have no idea about that Go- I don't google do that. if it doesn't have it i'm sure it's like coming out because i remember reading that article they're gonna have like a pass where you can just play a bunch of games like without ads and all that crap and it's like five bucks a month yeah but yeah. still for this one game five dollars a month that's what i'm saying like, like 60 bucks by the end of the year and and what do I, I I keep paying money for for this game like plat or uh, that's, gaming that's as why. a service man fuck that shit yeah I guess it's Apple Arcade yeah. that's yep Apple Arcade and it's fifty game titles but the article says uh, the game was great it's a free version it once it came out of beta. Um, everything was amazing on top of that gamers were met with a nasty surprise it was omitted from the beta but will be ongoing feature in the full version of the game the surprise is a $4.99 monthly subscription charge that offers gamers gold challenges gold gifts and an insanely fast-paced 200cc racing plus there is a whole pay-to-win route instead of doing it on your own but you can in fact do all the races and earn everything that you can buy from the store by playing it for free, they just offer the pay-to-win quickly. I told you that game was going to end up being pay-to-win. I'd like to uh, take this moment to call for a moment of silence for the death of Nintendo by doing this stupid-ass shit. Well, I can't knock them because there's a lot of other people that are doing it, and they're making a shit ton of money. Fuck that. Fuck all of that pay-to-win bullshit. Like, screw that shit. Like, that is not what gaming is about. So on a Fuck on that. a side note, I did find it. It's called the Google Play Pass, and it's got a you get a it's four ninety nine for completely ad free gaming on a whole on a whole bunch of like Google Play games. I'm just looking at the list here. I can see Risk, Stardew Valley, the Star Wars, whichever one that game is. I think it's Knights of the Old Republic. Ooh, There's Thomas about a hundred games in it. Yeah, but fuck it, dude. They got Thomas the Tank Engine. Like that's all I need. I mean, the gaming as a service thing, like, that's, I'm not thrilled about it. Like, especially when you can get a Mario Kart game on a Nintendo Switch and take that wherever you go. And it's gonna, I don't even, I don't remember how much that thing, but it was around 60 or something like that. But this pay to win bullshit, no. Well, pay to win, I can understand, but you gotta, you gotta realize that gaming as a service has been around for a long time. And, like, and I'm, I'm Xbox all right Live. With that. Yeah. But I mean, Xbox Live gives me more than just one game, though. Like I do get, I mean, I get free games now, but I mean, like I can, I can use that payment subscription to play a bunch of different games online. But that's the thing is that you have to pay that to play online yes. with those games. That's the thing. That's fine. 
And it's fine. I don't mind paying for a service. Like, it's it's a good service. Xbox Live oh, is no, usually it is. working it is. fine. It's great. Nintendo's thing, I really haven't delved into that too much. You know, fine, that's okay. But, I mean, like, this pay-to-win crap is just irritating to me as a gamer. I, like, I don't like it. And it's not what you do. Can you really you compare multiplayer access as a gaming as a service versus a single-player title nowadays being charged as game as a service? Like, with uh what's the bioware uh anthem the anthem is it's a game as a service right no because we're not paying well we're not really paying for that service we paid for the game yeah you're, but and, you're paying and for we really Xbox. haven't gotten but is it online yeah. only it is online yes only, but you also so have to game pay is for, correct. but you have to pay for xbox you have to pay but for xbox live but online only that, that's kind of what gaming as a service is like it, it Yes, but normally when gaming of a service uh, payments are paid to the game and you can play that one game online as a service with Xbox Live, you can play Anthem online. You don't have to pay a fee to use to initial fee besides buying the game itself to to pay this um, alpha beta pre-launch title called Anthem. Um and uh, and then you can also pull out that disc because you realize you're still playing the alpha and you can put in another disc and play like the Halo Master Chief Collection, which I hear is no longer in beta. Yeah, but at any point, if they feel like pulling the plug on like an older Xbox title, you can still play that locally with no issue. If they pull the plug on Anthem, you can no longer play that. Yes, that is the downside to some of these titles. And that's, that's another where it also brings into you know, this idea that should we be buying digital titles? You could have gotten something for Destiny as a disc down the road. Like, you may not have gotten anything really substantial for that, but you could have gotten, like, maybe two bucks for the disc. Yeah, but, but what I mean by with Xbox Live being, or, or, or me considering a gaming as a service, because it, it locks out a portion of the game. So yes, you can you can buy a disc and play whatever single player portion of that game is available. But to play a whole segment of the game, aka multiplayer, it's locked behind using Xbox Live service. And if you don't have the Xbox Live service, then you can't play the game, aka gaming as a service. Okay. That's then no, no, I was just I was just clarifying what I meant by that. Uh, you know, I mean, you could you could disagree, that's fine. I don't I don't care. Uh, just sure. like when I look at the the PlayStation games that come out, you know the the whole the whole concept of it of of paying to just play a portion of the service. And I understand that you're playing for the platform that you're you're paying for the platform you are playing on. So you're you're not necessarily paying for the game. You're paying for the Xbox Live platform, but you're still it's still that gaming service. I, I see what you're saying. <clears throat> I, I'm more. I think gaming as a service came to individual titles more recently versus services to their servers or multiplayer servers. But oh, yeah, but like with these uh, um, subscriptions to play these segments of a game and the little perks that they give you. Aren't you just limited, limitedly renting those perks? Because once your subscription's up, you can no longer play them. 
Yeah, that's the incentive to keep the subscription. With PlayStation Plus, yes. With Xbox, I do not know. I think with some of these newer, flashier titles like Hitman, possibly. With some of the older titles that we got for Games or Gold, like on the 360 or some of those odd Xbox titles that were released by any developers, maybe, maybe not. No, if you never done all, all those games blackout. you get from Gold, if you uh, d- d- way to test it, disconnect your Xbox for like a couple of days where the the reset cycle, where the check in, the heartbeat signal gets uh, doesn't get reset. And try to access those games, and it'll fry out and say, "No, you don't have access." It's the same thing. I mean, it's a logical thing too. I mean, you don't want to just like literally give away the keys to the kingdom on that. So it's basically the incentive to stay as part of that subscription. And I don't, you know, again, I, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I think really that's the way gaming is going. I just want them to do much better with it before we get forced that that way. Anyway, next title or uh, next news article. It was actually about the performance issues on uh, on Zelda, and I was I was reading through this. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting. There was uh, there was a lot of analytics on performance issues with Link's Awakening. Uh, I'm really surprised that you guys haven't been seeing it. Not playing the game. Well, yeah, yeah I haven't uh, noticed anything. Well, man, good for you. That's all I gotta say is good for you. The only one time was when I was in a boss battle, and that was it. It was like maybe. Uh, two to four seconds of lag, and that was it. Yeah, but that's kind of normal with a Nintendo title. Can I point out that the article talks about overclocking their Switch for this game? <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch that. Where did it say that? It's right did... in the uh, very top. It talks about that the Switch docked is like... Uh, 1020 megahertz CPU and 760 her- 768 megahertz GPU. When it's undocked, the uh, core of the GPU drops down to 384, so we'll always play 30 FPS, not 60 FPS. That's a known thing. It plays better docked than undocked. But there is a glitch that you can use, like an exploit, that while it's undocked, you can max out the processor at 921 megahertz and the CPU, the GPU at 921 and the CPU at 1785 megahertz. They had to overclock the game and they were still dipping to 30 and below FPS in the overworld. Huh. So that, that sounds to me like there's some optimization that needs to be. Well, for a company like Nintendo that... It's a first-party game that they are putting out, and they've made almost all of their first-party games so far run at a smooth 60 FPS the entire time. Whether it's docked or undocked, it's very interesting to see that even docked, people were running into performance issues where it was dropping down to 30 FPS, mostly rendering scenes that had water, and then they started testing the hardware, and there's something going on with... Uh, I guess it's using more GPU than it should. And now the speculation goes into, was this game actually made for the Switch Pro that's coming out or supposedly coming out? And it just got rushed out to the regular Switch. It's not optimized yet because what happened, Metroid Prime, the new one's delayed or gone or something. I don't know. I mean, it could be. Maybe when the Pro comes out, all of a sudden this game is going to work like super smashingly and everybody's going to be like, oh! you got to go get the pro to really experience this game. Hopefully not. Well, I mean, I'll probably go out and get a pro then. 
Yeah, if they they have a pro model coming out, I'm probably gonna get it, only because uh, the one that I have is uh, a launch gen, and uh, it gets hot. It gets really really hot. All right. Well, we got a bunch of articles in nerd news, so we gotta like we gotta blitzkrieg through these guys. So, first article. Spider-Man's, come, Spider-Man's back with Disney for the MCU for another movie, and I think they're going to be back for... I think they're going to be making appearances. He's making appearances in other Marvel movies, like I think at least one other Marvel movie. They struck a deal. Turns out that like Disney is going to upfront like 25% of the cost for the picture and get 25% of the profits type of deal, which, I mean, I think that just kind of effectively means that they own 25% of Spider-Man, but... So basically, basically you're saying they're going to get what they give. Fuck no. So basically we got a drink now. I thought they bought Fox. So don't they have access to all this now? No, Spider-Man Sony. Oh, yes. okay. I'm thinking Sony. Okay. Yeah, Spider-Man Sony. X-Men. So yeah, Disney has got all access to all the Fox material, all the okay. X-Men, all the mutants. But Sony still has Spider-Man. Which Oops. we could see a Disney princesses and uh, alien. Oh, I'd, I'd be down yes. with that. <laughs> I'd want to see that. I'd pay money to see that. Uh, next article coming through. I'm actually super excited. And I'm, I've been speculating who the hell he is. And there's probably an article already released that tells me. But Nathan Fillion is going to be in the Suicide Squad. You know Nathan Fillion from some great things like... Uh, what the hell was that one? Castle. No, 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 no. Not Firefly? That, no, not Firefly. That one sucked. It the was, Rookie? Uh, no. Destiny. No, not, not was Destiny. Drive. Not The Rookie. Slither? No, what was that movie where he was with uh, Doogie Hauser in? Like Dr. Frankenstein's... It was a musical. Uh, Dr. Horrible? Dr. Horrible. Just like from... You, you should know him from the movie Dr. Horrible. I don't know about those other movies you were talking about. Those sound like made-up movies to me. Castle's not a movie, it's a TV series. Yeah, it sounds made up. Better than Firefly. Yeah, it sounds made up too. We're oh, like a, a, fire, a Firefly oh. in a castle now? Great. No, go see Dr. Horrible. That that movie I'm will kidding. show you the acting prowess of Nathan Fillion. I don't know. I don't think he's performed better than he has on Firefly. God, I, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to think back what Firefly was, and I'm just I'm not I'm not getting it. I'm not recalling it at all. I'm and if you must triggered. know, Dr. Horrible <laughs> is a Broadway musical kind of thing. Still haven't watched Firefly yet. Oh, that should trigger you. More than anything I do, that right there should trigger you. Because nope, I just got I triggered from that. To. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to mess triggered. with you, and friggin' Blue is making me go off the handle here. Uh, I, I'm so... I, I Nathan Fillion has been a bunch of DC cartoons. Uh, he's played Hal Jordan as Green Lantern. And honestly, his voice as Green Lantern, there's no other voice in my mind. Like, that is Green Lantern. Just like... Like Mark Hamill as Joker. Exactly. Just like Mark Hamill as Joker. Just like Kevin Conroy as Batman. Like, that is Batman now. Like, there is no other Batman in my mind. There is nobody who can do the voice of Batman. It's it's like David Hayter as Snake. I don't care if you got a big name like Keith or Sutherland. He's not Snake. David Hayter is Snake. No, Keith Sutherland doesn't play Snake. He plays the other guy. Oh, oh, boss. that's the argument. He's not. He's not actually Snake. He's the other guy who just happens to look identical to Snake. Yeah, whatever. Snake's a clone. They're all fucking it's clones. Still Snake. What? Dude, the Snake was a clone. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're all clones. The, it's, snake is snake regardless of which one. Well, okay, I guess Solid Snake specifically is a specific Snake clone. is a clone of Big Boss. Keith or Sutherland voiced Big Boss in Phantom Pain and Ground Zeroes. He never voiced Solid Snake. But David Hayter voiced Big Boss in Metal Gear 3. <laughs> that look. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All of a sudden, lightning strikes your brain and you realize I'm fucking right. Because David Hayter is Snake. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. All right. Now, next article here. Back to the Future's coming back? Like, seriously? Yeah, and it looks like it's... Um, fuck, what's his name? Who is that, a fucking GT? Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox is in it, and it looks like the same guy who played uh, Dr. Christopher Brown. Lloyd. Yes. Hey, I just found Which our sync spot. Really freaking weird. But that car doesn't look like a DeLorean. It looks like a freaking Mitsubishi GT. Maybe because they couldn't find a real DeLorean. Because <laughs> they're all... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, next one. Jesus Christ, you guys are just fucking killing me with this. Um, 5G is the future, but what about Wi-Fi? Who gives a shit? Well, the 5G. Like, literally. Yeah, but the, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. 5G's cool and all but this whole idea of like people like moving around within their office that shit never applies to me like as an engineer i sit at my desk i work at my desk this idea of me getting up and taking my computer to some communal area to work that's something you see at like tech companies like google look my or someone who my point is that i've been with the same check for like 25 years i have trouble finding 1g you want me to try and five like, what the fuck yeah, you have to look at the specific metrics to find out where you can get 5G accesses. Uh, yeah. At. yeah, yeah, you can get Wi-Fi anywhere as long as they have an internet connection and they have a good enough um, router. No, is that the right term? I always get these two Access mixed up. Point? Yes, they have. A, it's putting out a strong enough of a signal, then you can get Wi-Fi. These features where they talk about how it doesn't, you know, like the when the load is increased that 5g doesn't you know doesn't have like lower latency it doesn't have like higher latencies and the you know the throughput doesn't degrade that's nice and everything but you know like you guys said it brings up the problem of you got to have it in the area and then also at the same time is it's not going to be for everyone Right, and but there are, there are cities already dumping millions of dollars into updating their interfaces. Yeah, but the vast majority of the United States doesn't have access to 5G at the moment. So, like, how long are you going to wait until you find out, oh, my 5G phone that I purchased, like, three months back still didn't have access to 5G? It's a tragedy. Anyway, next article. Because why, why not just continue talking about mobile access and shit? By looking to Apple issues new warning for millions of iPhone users. All right, yeah, Blue, what was this, the warning? So so here's the shit. The new iPhone 11, um, uh, which it's interesting how one of them has two cameras and one of them's got three. It's like, because two's not enough. <laughs> you When you pay us more money for your phone, we want to give you an extra lens. Um, I'm sure there's some spec reason behind it that Langell could say, but um, this isn't a plug for TBC. And moving on, so 
Hey, yeah. have you heard of that uh, uh, that group? No, um, it's not from a Canada? plug. <laughs> it's not a plug. Damn it! We did that bit already. No, we we never anyway. plugged them. We just you know we talked like normal on the show. Yeah. So, um, the official devices, uh, like screen. I'm sorry. The official screens for Apple. You used to take your phone to like a place like iFixit or any of these other centers to replace batteries, replace screens, then they do it. Because if you send it off to Apple, they're going to charge you a shit ton of money to do this. Or if you want to do it at home, you can buy the parts and do it yourself. But now, Apple is stating that with this new phone, and this is really shitty if you ask me, that the official screen has to be used when replacing it. The person using it has to be an official Apple um, tech and then the tools that said tech have that they use have to be the official Apple tools and when you can guess that all this shit is more money you know the tools are more expensive the screens more expensive and then if you want to send it into Apple they're gonna charge you like for the 11 they're gonna charge you like $200 they're gonna charge you $280 for the pro and then $330 for the pro max or you can pay $29 uh, with Apple Care Plus, but that's going to cost you either $199 up front or it's going to cost you like $999 for a month or per month for two years. And it's going to be like $240. So this is just more anti-consumer stuff coming from Apple, you know, trying to yes. weed out the, the third party uh, requirement. Exactly. They don't want anyone fixing their shit, which to me is a little bull crap because it's like, if you fix it yourself or take it to someone else, it should void the warranty. And at that point, Apple's not responsible for any problems that you may be experiencing with your device. It's fine. Whatever. I take that risk. But the fact that they're going to charge you all this shit or they're going to charge someone else, you know, for these expensive tools to fix something is a little crap. You know yes, Damoc. All right. Um, so what I'm reading is very counter to everything that you're saying because Apple just launched the big policy and it now is allow now they probably will require the techs to be trained Apple technicians but now uh-huh. all third party repair shops have access to genuine Apple parts and they're all authorized by Apple for all phones to replace in third party shops now they could be saying you have to buy our tools you have to get our certification yes. you can do all you that do. And that will jack the cost of the repairs up, mm-hmm. but they are authorizing actual parts to third-party vendors now. Yes, but that's the thing is that they're they're making it more expensive to fix the device. And if you do want to do it yourself, it's you know I don't really understand what it's going to limit you other than it's a warning on your phone that says, "Hey, this isn't an official screen." I don't think it prevents you from doing anything. But the annoying part is, is that they're just they're finding little ways to jack up the cost of the device when it's buying the device and it's also and fixing the device. And I mean, they make a good product. I've had this thing for a while. I haven't had a lot of problems with it, uh, like I have with Android devices, Samsung phones, where they break down at a year and a half. This thing's been lasting me over over two years at this point. But you know. I don't, it doesn't really affect me because guess what? 
I buy a fucking case that's indestructible and I destroy the case, not the phone. So I don't have to worry about a broken screen because I'm responsible enough to put it in a case. But I mean, for the people who don't like cases and all this other stuff, you know, this this kind of screws with them. And I, I think it's kind of shitty on Apple's part. Like it's a tool. It shouldn't cost extra. Yeah, I wonder like, how these expensables. I wonder how. Uh, so I watch Lewis Rossman on YouTube. He does a lot of Apple component level repairs, where he's repairing the individual pieces on the motherboard, whether it be chips or capacitors, or whatnot. So I wonder how uh, how small of an item they can purchase from you know Apple, because typically when you're purchasing an Apple product and you're for a repair or you're repairing an Apple product, when you're buying the motherboard. And you, you're asking yourself, why is this going to cost me $2,000? You're buying not only the motherboard, but they also come with the RAM, the GPU, and the CPU already built onto the motherboard. And they're swapping out the entire uh, motherboard. It's always about size with you. <laughs> All right. Well, what's interesting... Oh, no, go ahead. I know you want to get past this no, no, one, no, go, but go, Apple, go. Apple's saying the certification process is free. To become an Apple certified technician. They're not actually going to charge you for the cert. They may charge you for the tools and you may have to buy from their vendors that they're saying. But yeah, it will be part of the Apple authorized service provider network, which is where Apple gets all of its pieces from. It's interesting to see. Well, anywho, moving on. If you guys haven't heard, Stranger Things is renewed for season four. So if you guys, anybody watched season three and there were sorely disappointed with the cliffhanger type ending that they had there where you're like, well, how the hell does this work out? <clears throat> they're doing yeah. a, uh, they're doing a fourth season and these actors are getting paid big bucks to do this too. This is how Netflix is staying alive because daredevil, the last season that they did wasn't as good as, but this, oh. this is how Netflix is going to stay alive. But they should have fucking kept going with daredevil, man. God, I love that. Yeah, show. they did. The, well, wasn't part of that because of, uh, the MCU and Disney. So they pulled the plug. Marvel did not make them. They pulled the plug in fear that Disney was going to pull the plug later on because of their streaming service. Now, who knows if Disney Ooh. was going to, but Disney never at any point in time said, you got to pull your stuff because we're getting Disney Plus going or whatever it is. Netflix just said, Fuck. well, we got to do this. And that ticked me off that so sucks. bad. Yeah, because, I mean, it was good. The last one wasn't as great, in my opinion, compared to, like, the first two seasons. But, yeah, Disney's potentially, you know, could say, you know, take your crap off of there. It's ours now or whatever. I mean, Disney was already saying you're not going to have any of the Marvel movies. It's like they already said that there's an end to the Marvel movies on on Netflix. I think think Ant-Man and Wasp was the last Marvel movie, if I'm... I might be mistaken, but I thought Ant-Man and Wasp was the last Marvel movie going to Netflix. The rest were not. Like, from here on out, they weren't going to be. And they were going to be pulled from there eventually. Okay. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe Disney will be like, hey, we want you guys to do this. All right, Co, you're you're off the show. They'll bring like, it back. You, you just get out. <laughs> Never watched an episode of Stranger Things? Not a single one. Oh, no. my God. It is like a nostalgic nerd boner. Like, the whole show. No, season one is fucking awesome. Season two is... Eh, season, season two three. is good. Not as eh. good as season one, but season two is good. Season three, I'll give you, is meh. No, see, I thought season two was meh. 
season three, they just pulled the characters that everybody wanted to see. That was season three was fan service. It was good, but it was fan service. It's okay, Co. I haven't watched Firefly. <laughs> Nor have I. Okay, but we're talking look, about Stranger Things. Look, Blue, you know that one day I am going to drive my ass down to visit you, and I'm going to have a stack of Blu-rays in my hands. And I'm going to say, hey, what are you doing right now? And you're going to be like, oh, I got to go to work. And I'm just going to stare at you, and I'm going to say, no, you're not. And you're going to be like, no, man, I really got to go to work because of... And then the next thing you're going to happen is you're going to wake up tied to your chair with those friggin' clockwork orange things on your eyes. And I'm going to be walking around, of course, without pants on, going, we're watching some Firefly. <laughs> and you're going to just sit there and go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. And then after we complete the entirety of it, which I'm going to be... I'm going to be feeding you a steady stream of caffeinated beverages and cocaine to keep you awake. We're going to watch through the entirety of it. And when we're all done, you're going to be thinking, this is it. This is where I expire. That's, this is the last thing I get to experience. And then I'm just going to walk out of your apartment. And I'm going to leave the door well, open. The sad, thing is, the sad thing is, it's probably going to be when you and the lady uh, move in together. So that's going to be the awkward part. Yeah, because she's going to help. It's it's just, I have this thing where I, I, I'm like, I, I should watch these animes. And then I end up rewatching old shit that I've seen countless times, and just yeah. And Firefly that's, that's my is considered old shit. So like, what the hell is your no, excuse? No, no, here? no. Like I've seen something before. Like I've rewatched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood like three times at this point. Um, not ashamed of that. Okay, so and, let's uh, let's start watching Firefly. <laughs> Next anime night, we're just gonna throw everybody a curveball. We're gonna throw on some Nathan Fillion, and that's gonna be it. Like. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, you could do, what, five screens with uh, the cast? Oh, at least oh. four, so, yeah, so we can get multiple episodes going simultaneously. Right, exactly, God. exactly. Zoom. Gonna make this shit happen. Dude, we could have one screen going showing them in the correct order. We could have one screen going showing in the actual Fox order that was originally released. Then we could have one screen where we're playing them backwards and one screen showing Serenity. So it'd be awesome. Yeah, so Stranger Things, Stranger Things, season four, it's coming. It is. I'm excited. Um, all right, fuck it. What's this next one, Blue? Uh, is this the one about the judge ruling? Yeah, what's this like, one? I didn't get to read this. I dude, like, I literally have been uh, so balls to the wall. I have not had a chance to read a whole bunch of articles. So, so we've talked before about people getting banned and stuff, and um. This guy, um, I forget his, but his last name is uh, Varga. Um, and uh, James Phantom Lord Varga. Yeah, so Phantom Lord was a Counter-Strike uh, Twitch streamer. He gets banned. Um, and what they are contesting in court right now. Now, he's contesting loss of income uh, for, an, you know, what he's saying is a, an unjust banned. Um paraphrasing here uh he's con they're contest they contested in court the contract that he signed with twitch to be a partner says that you can only sue us for a maximum of 50 grand for damages and such the judge says it's unconscionable he they've because it's like no one will bring a case against these guys um, if the lawyer sees this because the lawyer's not going to make any money 
because it doesn't account for anything like fees and such that you have to pay your lawyer when you win a case. So they've basically have opened the flood and he can, you know, they haven't said what they're going to have to pay or if they have to pay at all. That decision has been made, but basically the judge says, yeah, screw that. That's not going to fly. So did he open the lawsuit against Twitch or did is that what's going on with this? Yes. He opened a lawsuit against Twitch, and I think Twitch has also done a countersuit or something like that. So oh. he was gambling uh, on with Counter-Strike skins on a live stream, and he owned part of the gambling site and, you know, rigged it so that he could win stuff and get people to go to it right. and all of that. Twitch banned him because it's against their terms. He tr- He's trying to sue Twitch. And he's saying, you know, loss of income from being banned, and he wants to sue him for a bunch of money. Twitch has countersued, and it's a whole mess. The judge hasn't quite made a ruling just yet, but doesn't think that it's fair that Twitch saying that you can only sue us for 50 grand tops with no extra additives for, like, lawyer fees or anything. Uh, the judge is not happy of that, but there's no ruling and they're going back and forth on it right now. So my, my question, hold on. My question is where, like you signed up to be on Twitch. Like you decided to go there. Right. What, like, seriously, like it just, I, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just too drunk right now, but I, I can't get it through my head. Like, you go to a site and say, hey, I want to broadcast here. And they're like, all right, but, like, we can deny you if we think that you're fucking up. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then you do something that's fucked up. And they're like, yeah, you're banned. And they're going back, well, I'm going to sue you because I'm not making any money now. Well, fucking go get a real job then, dude. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with is that, you know, he broke their terms of service. You you can't go on the Twitch or even YouTube and sit there and, and advertise a product without being uh, – without informing the audience that you're – an owner of this endorsement, you know, so this, I didn't know he actually broke the terms. I thought this was one of those weird things where they're like, yeah, screw you. Cause I mean, they, they literally could do that. Well, I thought oh, yeah. gambling was against their terms. Well, so it apparently it is. So if, if it's gambling, that's against the terms of service, but you also can't advertise a product that you aren't also an owner of a company in that sense that like you have to be upfront. It's like, Hey, look, you know, this is my site. Or you know, I'm advertising this 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 product. You know, you're sponsored. But you have to openly admit to this information. All right. So, for instance, you can uh, stream Poker Stars online on Twitch. I thought gambling, and maybe I'm wrong, and I guess I probably am. But I thought gambling on Twitch in general was like a no. Does like, that I, mean I, I thought I thought the closest that you could get to gambling was. Like giveaways in the stream where you randomly choose shit and stream and stuff like that. Hold on, hold on. How about night at the infirmary? I didn't drink that much. What about what about those loot boxes I have to open sometimes? <laughs> oh Christ! Don't get me started is, on that. Is Borderlands Three banned from Twitch because it has slot machines? God, I hope so. I think it's they'll define it as gambling if you have to pay yeah, I thought it was like, money. Yeah, I thought it was like real money gambling, like anything that involved uh, that money. <laughs> real money has to be in the equation somewhere where there's winning I didn't winning mean any gambling. <laughs> well, I paid real money for the game, and it was a gamble. Wait, you mean nah, there's two types of gambling? What? Oh, shit. All right, next one. Uh, what's this one? Pi wins? Who the hell is Pi? Fuck, I gotta read these things. That is now. the FCC chairman. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it's a win-loss. Yes. So essentially the FCC, uh, was it the circuit court? Well, the courts uphold um, federal law that the FCC can control net neutrality across all states, but they can't control it individually, at least preemptively. So in cases like California, who have introduced their own net neutrality laws, they cannot supersede them without a proper process. Oh, okay. Is this a win for us or is it a win for people like Comcast? Yes. It's both. It's a, it's a win because they said the FCC has the ability to liquidate the net neutrality ruling that was put out and say, no, we're not going to do net neutrality. And it's a win for states because, as Matt Co uh, has mentioned, that uh, California put forth a bill that they've said they were going to hold on to until all of the appeals are done. And I think the FCC in California have a couple more appeals to go through. This is just the first of many. Uh, but if they put it through, the state of California can say, well, guess what? We have net neutrality in the state, and you will have to abide by state rules. I don't care what your federal funding says. And so the judge agreed states can do it. Um, but as far as the FCC's control of net neutrality overall, they can liquidate it for now. I yep. love states' rights. Interesting. Well, there goes my internet connection. All right, next one. We got we got a couple more to get through. We got to blast through this. Uh, all right, Damoc. Again, didn't read this one. What the hell is this about the Vegas? Are you get oh, a card for free? It's a it's a free upgrade if you own a Vega fifty six or sixty four or a Radeon seven graphics card. Um, you're not getting a new graphics card. What you are getting is new updated drivers that unlock the card and it loads some software onto the card as well that allows it to have, I didn't get all the way through the article I saw it today at work and I just didn't have time to read all of it, but it unlocks software that makes it more powerful um, and is giving AMD a bigger boost after they already have the massive victory over NVIDIA right now. So it's just a driver update. Driver updates are free. <laughs> uh, like so it's too. just overclocking your uh, GPU? It's doing a bunch to your GPU. It's a it's an actual massive improvement, and it's supposed to be really nice, and instead of charging for an all-new card that they could label it out and do this firmware upgrade to, they're just releasing it to everybody who already owns the cards and all new cards that are coming out. So think of it like overclocking your Switch in the dock. <laughs> okay so the graphic card has certain physical and there was uh there's governors that have been placed on these things and now this update is releasing those governors is that what i'm getting out of this kind of but they said they've built some new technology that's on the newer cards that they found a way to incorporate into the older cards via major firmware flash to them and yeah so sounds like there were governors restricting it to a certain part i don't know they're toting it as a big thing it's a big free update it's supposed to boost graphics performance across the board plus they did mention brand new drivers where they've retweaked the drivers from scratch and then rebuilt them real nice and it's supposed to make them much much better cards as you know, I mean, you guys know last month that NVIDIA 
took a massive hit, right? And AMD is now the number one graphics card seller. Again, it's the first time in five years. AMD is now crushing NVIDIA over the graphics card market. Crushing's the wrong word. It's like 1.2%, but it's, <laughs> hey, a, hey, hey, it's hey. millions in sales. A chase is a race. Yeah. I'm yeah. S- I'm Even two inches can finish. I'm sorry, but we'll see in five more years when... Oh, yeah. Uh, or whether or not they are able to continue with the new releases. That's yeah. the big issue with AMD. If they can maintain, well, I will be impressed. They've, they've done this before where they've eked ahead. But, you know, this comp- the one thing i got to say about this, though, is that this type of competition is where we as consumers can make out really well because yeah. that's this is the type of competition we need. This is the type of competition that I want the Epic Store to give Steam. But we're not getting there. But shit, let's right. not go down that road. Fuck it. Uh Next article. Next article? Last article. Last article. Um, All right. Well, I don't even think we need to talk too much about this other than we know Elon Musk is a troll and he's trolling NASA. Yeah, that was funny (laughs) as shit. (laughs) It was funny as shit. But it's like, all right. So it's not that I, I love Elon Musk. I really do. I think he's like an eccentric, crazy motherfucker and I love him for it. But it's like every now and then. He feels lonely and it's like, well, I'm going to do something to just kind of get my name back in the news for something. It just it, like that's what I felt like with this. Like he's just trying to do something to just be that guy. And it's like, God damn it, dude, I love you. Would you just stop doing this and build me a tunnel? So I live in Iraq. What did he do? Go ahead, Dimok. Uh Basically, one of the NASA admins kind of poked at both SpaceX and Boeing uh, tweeting out, you know, uh, what is his actual tweet? Uh, something about I am SpaceX looking forward thing. to the SpaceX uh, announcement tomorrow. In the main, t- in the meantime, commercial claw is years behind schedule. NASA expects to see the same level of enthusiasm focused on the investment of the American taxpayer, it's time to deliver. Right. So he made a comment and it was like, it's all about the commercial crew being delayed. And then Elon Musk tweets back and it was just like, did he say commercial crew or SLS? And if you don't know what SLS is, that is NASA's super over-budgeted, way, way, way behind new space shuttle program that, I mean, they're over 10 years behind on it. And it's just absolutely hilarious because uh, SpaceX is about to pick up the SLS contract, take it over, and then just wrap it into the Crew Dragon. Yeah, it was something something that Elon Musk said in an interview that just, like, it was was great. It It was a good burn. Alrighty, last segment of the night, questions. We only got a few, so we're going to crank through these guys at light speed, faster than Elon Musk is building SpaceX. That was really lame. I probably should go and edit that out. Um, <laughs> He's yes, going to troll you. Uh, this one, let's do this around table. What is your favorite type of comedy? So, Zyber, you asked the question, what is your favorite type of comedy? My favorite type of comedy is Gallows Comedy. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. I was gonna, I, I was gonna predict you say dark comedy, but dark comedy, gallows comedy, same, same type of thing. Gallows humor. I can see that. What about you, Kel? 
don't know. I'm like an uh, I like Rodney Dangerfield's like self hate or you know, if I'm going with a uh, Kirk Birch uh Kirk what's his name Birchner I forget his last name when he tells the with a good story it's like you know Russian mafia so no I have, it really depends on the mood <laughs> Bert the Ranger. machine the machine <laughs> <laughs> yes that was a great bit oh Danbach showed that to me and man it was so freaking funny. Well, what about you, Damoc? What's your favorite type of comedy? Uh, well, fuck it. Romantic comedy. I don't care. I love it. Uh, actually, so, funny thing enough, that's really one of my favorite comedies, is rom-coms. I'm not ashamed to say it, because I I, I dig them. My, my wife got me into them, and I thought for the life of me I was going to hate them, but every time I watch them, I always end up laughing my balls off, so. I mean, I like other type I of comedies. I like rom-coms with Dane Cook and uh, Van Wilder. Mr. Um, Mr. Deadpool there. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. I mean... I watch a whole bunch of them. I love rom-coms. I mean, Deadpool 2 could kind of be considered a rom-com, right? Yes. <laughs> but it could be considered gallows humor, too. What about you, Blue? What's your favorite type of comedy, Dad? Uh, putting this into words is probably challenging for me. Um, I think no, using words is challenging for, for you. Yeah, yeah, using words is challenging for me, yeah. So, I like sarcastic stuff. Like, I like being sarcastic. Or I like being, like, ridiculous. Like, over-exaggerations, you know. So, you like Monty Python? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you could should have just said that, man. Easy enough. That, Monty Python. Boom. I, I was looking for something to make a good, you know, correlation to whatever type of comedy that is i guess it's british comedy really well no my, even, see, even Monty Python see blue's problem Monty is he's comedy. too busy being uh, delicious right now so i know but at least he's wearing a problem. shirt that fits him true all right next question um how do you feel about the trolling of the destiny 2 migration yeah i haven't really been keeping track of it so uh what what trolling so the there's loop. a lot of people that are bent out of shape and pissed off because uh, some of the server times are getting dumped um, because, well, everybody's been warned for months this was going to happen, and now they're bitching at uh, Bungie and Blizzard about not being able to access the game. Well, it's in migration, yeah, dude. Blizz- Seriously. Yeah, but Bl- yeah, Blizzard doesn't have dick to do with it anymore. <laughs> Right, exactly. So it's like these people are getting bent out of shape. And uh, what was it? Shadowfall launched uh, today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just wondering how many people forgot to migrate mm-hmm. <laughs> and are going to be pissed off and ranting. I don't know. I, I think my, I think uh, I think that 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 migration thing has been big enough that anybody who's actually playing the game or considered playing the game, I think they would have caught caught on. I don't think there's going to be that. I think where we'll find a fallout is like later on when possibly they do another release and this release is at, like, it's like, oh my God, I want to get into this. And then people are like, what? I can't. I'd have to buy it again because I was on Blizzard. Ah! Vocal minority. I think the, the, like you said, the people who played this game on a daily basis, they were prepped, they were ready. They were, they saw this company, saw this coming, um, phrasing, but the, the minority people who were just completely out of the loop on this stuff that aren't the big Destiny fans, and they're the ones who are complaining. 
That's what I think. By you, Demarco, you got anything on this? I'm not following it. I converted over when you guys reminded me about it, but I haven't played the game in a really long time. Yeah, I, I also don't have any interest to uh to follow it or to play it again. It was fun when it lasted, but I'm not going back anytime soon. All right, next question. Should the GNA cast pitch in to get Blue Shark a few shirts that actually fit his bulging biceps? Um you know, I think I think Blue Sharks figured this out. He just wears shirts without sleeves. It seems <laughs> to solve the problem real well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just uh, saw that tonight, and it was like, ah, oh, well, that really uh, takes the wind out of my question. Say, and now the best part is that, that that shark that's on his arm actually started out as a minnow when he first got a tattoo. That's how big his arms have gotten. It's now a shark. <laughs> right? It's pretty amazing. <laughs> pretty freaking cool i i i wear i wear a shirt one time one time you guys just will not let us drop and this is not the first time i've ordered a tank to um to recording hey look we and, and look you wore it one time where we visibly saw you we know that as soon as this camera goes off you go into the bedroom you throw on a shirt that's two sizes too small and you go out to the bars we know exactly what you do you can't fool us <laughs> We know what Oh, happens. shit. You know, I sure. just got the image in my head from Silence of the Lambs when Buffalo Bill is uh, dancing around his apartment. Oh, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Yeah, that just got real creepy real quick. Anywho, <laughs> next question. Last question. With 5G dropping at the end of the year, Q1 next year, do you feel that that thing like the Switch and the other types of handhelds should get their own ISP like our cell phones do? Also, with this re- revolutionized mobile handheld gaming. Now, see, funny thing is, is that the Vita did that. The Sony Vita actually had where they had its own data plan. That was a 3G connection that you could subscribe and get to. And, like, nobody wanted to do it. I didn't know that existed. Dude, my Vita that I have, is a, a it has an AT&T plan that you can buy for it. Wow. All right. I would say interesting. It depend on the pricing, honestly. You know, if it's expensive, yeah. I might uh, stray away from it. Yeah, see, that's the Come that's on, the dude. problem with the it's Vita one. Be, it was way too expensive. It, it was literally like buying a whole plan just to get your Vita on there. Well, yeah, dude, you're gonna pay twenty dollars to keep your Switch, and you're gonna pay forty dollars extra a month to have your six gig max cap, and then it's gonna throttle you down to you know. 256 kilobytes and you won't be able to play yeah no. exactly yeah no it's a bad idea because guess what i i've had uh virgin mobile that was my first cell phone carrier works great up in new york city sucks ass everywhere else mm-hmm. so it's like a matter of coverage like nintendo what cell towers do you have or what cell towers are you renting from and it's probably shitty coverage anyway so like if you really wanted to do like internet mobile gaming Buy a MiFi unit if you're not going to want to tie into a Wi-Fi hotspot. I mean, aren't you already doing that already? Tying into Wi-Fi hotspots when you do near switch no. out? I don't do you, tie into Wi-Fi or anything like that. I mean, I don't use the internet when I when I play my Switch um, uh, remotely. So as well, just buy a MiFi unit. Or so gonna, here's my opinion of it. I loved the idea when Sony did it with the Vita. I just hated the execution. If, like, 
let's just say for argument's sake, let's say Verizon pops out or Nintendo comes out and says, hey, you can get a SIM card from any of your major cell phone carriers, Verizon, AT&T, whatever, and you can jump on their plan and you can just add our whatever your device is onto there for like 10 bucks a month. Just say let's just say something like like a new line it's it's five bucks a month or ten bucks a month you know you pay a five dollar activation fee and then it's however much a month i would probably do that because the amount of the amount of time that i'm away from the house if i had a v or if i had a um a switch i would probably be away from my house playing it more than i would be at my house playing it so personally i think it would be an incredible idea i just think the execution of it would have to be much better than what Sony did, because Sony really just, I think, screwed the pooch with the pricing and everything. I agree with that. I think that idea was pretty good. Only problem is, is where are you going to put the SIM card in a Switch that doesn't have a slot already for it? Well, that's what I'm saying, is that, like, it would probably have to be an upgrade somewhere, you know, you'd have to buy a specific Switch to do it, or you'd have to buy external hardware or something that plugs in. I don't know. But I'm just saying that if that came along, I would be down for it. As I said, my Vita, I had to buy a specific Vita that had the AT&T plan. I was all excited. I went to go sign up. I looked at all the paperwork, read through it, and then I realized that it was literally going to be like 70 bucks a month for me to do this. And I'm like, I'm literally buying, like, I unless I switched over to AT&T and I had all of my lines through AT&T, which at this point in time, I think I had been with Verizon for at least a decade. I'm like, well, if I switch now, I, I lose all of that, you know, customer goodwill slow down which blue i find out means nothing anyways but i would have lost all that uh so i was like just like not and, and at the time where i was at&t had crappier coverage than verizon so it really didn't behoove me to switch over to at&t but anywho all right fair enough does that answer your question Fair enough. All right. I I would just like to see something on those lines. Like, you know, if it's similar to the cost of uh say um the uh a year membership typical for like say um the Switch plus say another 15 bucks. So it would be like 35 bucks or something. I I would wouldn't mind doing that because I find myself playing the Switch right now as more games I'd like are released for it more than anything else. So you would spend thirty five so, bucks a month. Oh yeah, I would. I would. I would definitely <laughs> spend thirty five a month. Okay. For uh, their access pass and internet connection, absolutely. Yeah, I guess I guess it would all depend on what I was getting. Like what if I was just getting data? If that's all I was paying for, more than ten bucks a month would be would would be steep for me, especially with how much I'm paying for data everywhere else between cell phones, home internet, stuff like that. Paying an additional ten bucks a month for data outside of it that would be a little bit much to me. But if you're if they looped it in with like a pass like that, where they're like, hey, you pay thirty five bucks, you get our game pass or whatever that pass is. And and access to whatever our network is and get data. I, I could I could see doing that because I mean I'm spending. Shit, what am I spending now? I'm spending probably a hundred and fifty dollars a year for Xbox and PlayStation. I mean right off the bat. Not to mention I'm what I'm paying for data for the house. So I mean if I look at how much I'm paying for data for the house, I'm paying ninety bucks a month for data on the house. So you're, you're you guys are okay with 
<laughs> True playing that cost for a single system. As I said, uh, it, portable system. Yeah. As I said, it all depends on on what. Like it was just the data part of it. I couldn't see spending more than ten bucks a month extra. Yeah, but you gave a comparison. It's like five bucks a month for the Nintendo Switch online access, right? And then you said you would increase it to thirty-five bucks a month for both the Game Pass and the the data. <laughs> You've increased it by thirty dollars, so you're spending thirty-five seven times the amount of money that you would typically now just to be able to roam with it. It's twenty dollars a, a year for their access. Oh, pass. you were talking about no, no. So okay, he was saying a year, thirty-five dollars for the year, for data included. See, I was talking monthly stuff. I was talking ten bucks a month. Oh, okay, okay. If it's thirty-five dollars a year, that's super cheap. Three G to five G Wi-Fi or access. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that would, brand that new would technology. Be yeah, that that would be way less than ten dollars a month. I, I was talking, you know, one hundred and twenty dollars a year. Uh, I was thinking thirty-five bucks a month. I'm like, uh, no, no. Yeah, that would be a bit steep. Thirty-five bucks a month. Well, anywho, on that note, Co, where can people find you, at, man? You can find me exclusively on the GNA Discord. Nice. What about you, Zyber? Where can people find you, at, man? Uh, you can't find me. I'm um, hiding in a hole somewhere in uh, Mogadishu. But if you were to search, you can find me on Twitter at Cyberblood, uh, Instagram at Cyberblood, Facebook at Cyberblood, and on the GNA uh, podcast, Facebook, Twitter. Very nice. Dave Mock, where can we find you at, man? I pretty much exclusively troll the Discord. And we love you for it. What about you, Blue Shark? Where can we find you at? So you can find me on Twitter at BlueShark45. You can find me on our GNA Discord talking about some interesting stuff like the fact that we're going to still do Extra Life this November. I'm excited. Yeah. So you can also find the GNA podcast where we'll be hosting throughout the event. Uh, mixer.com slash GNA podcast, and you can find me on mine at mixer.com slash bluesark45 once I realize that I need to go in there and uh, get that new uh, stream code. Yeah, make sure you do that 24 hours before you actually need to get in there. Yeah. So those are the places that you can find me. Very nice. And I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil versus Games on Twitter, Cecil. Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Ustream, Mixer, Twitch, Facebook, Discord. I'm in all the Discords. Go find me there. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let people know. If you, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTurner, YourListen, Spotify, iHeartRadio, a whole bunch of places. If you can't find us there, let us know. We will upload there. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Just search at GNA Podcast, all one word. You can join us on the Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. We do a game show night every first Saturday of the month, which is coming up. Which by the time you've heard this episode, which probably means it already went by, but we do that on Mixer.com forward slash GNA Podcast. We missed last month because of some technical issues that Blue Shark actually just described. I am going to make sure probably tomorrow that this is all working correctly before Saturday rolls around. 
Um, we also do a horror movie night every second Saturday of the month. You can join us. Zyber Blood hosts that. Uh, Zyber, have you picked any movies for this coming round? Or um, I'm checking the availability of some classics. So uh, just keep posted on uh, the movie channel and the Twitter. Well, let's get. I uh, should be posting by the end of the week. Let's get together after this because I might have a little thing for you. And is Daymark Pat right. a skunk? No, it's my cat. Oh, God, one of my cats. Dude, the tail looked like a white skunk tail for me. Uh, anyways, uh, we've partnered with Humble Bundle. Hey, Blue. Hey, how you doing there, guy? So, anime night <laughs> every Wednesday <laughs> at 19.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you know, on Cast GG, uh, we post the links here in our GNA Discord. So be sure to go over to Twitter and see our pinned tweet where you can join the GNA Discord. And right. You can join I'd us like every to uh, interrupt. I'd like to interrupt and just inform all of you if it sounded a little, little weird this Wednesday, it's because they were watching Firefly and Serenity. <laughs> yeah, no, we're starting a new one, Hensuki something. But uh, anyway, there's also something awesome that we like to talk about every time we do this show and it is called humble bundle which is a game purchasing service that gna is partnered with uh you go there and you purchase your games as you normally would but however we do something there's a little something different about this so you choose where your the money goes to whether it goes to the publisher goes to humble bundle or it goes to the charity and you can give it all to charity or none of it if you want to. But we did this whole promotion about Jason Voorhees and charities. And you really should get the charities. It's, it's a really good thing to do. Uh, we're actually supporting Extra Life right now with our charity. So if you want to help us support Extra Life, throw question mark partner equals GNA podcast at, at the end of any Humble Bundle link that you come across. And it will let them know that we sent you their way. And this month we've raised question mark question mark question mark zero dollars because it's the first of the month. I was, Charity, I was say, yeah, dude, it's the first day of the month. Come on, come on. Yeah, it's 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 October first. Like we're we're not that crazy. We don't buy games that much. I mean, it's not like we have like two hundred games on our libraries that we've recently bought in the last two years, right, Damoc? Uh, where did Ko's money go? We missed this last episode, and we're missing it again. I don't know. Maybe the question mark partner thing didn't work for him? Uh, I, I had to get gas. Sorry. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Anywho, so you heard, about, you heard about Anime Night. Check them out. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our artwork and logo. Check him out at morganbs.com. Email us at gnapodcast.com. At, at your uh, at gna in your dna dot com dot one Jesus Christ this rum's hitting hard gna podcast at gna in your dna dot there one we go. questions comments death threats we don't care we want to hear them we want to read them we want them in us we want you in us last but not least check out our po- our website at www.thekidsarefuckingsleeping It's a goddamn weeknight Why are we recording on a fucking Tuesday? I love you guys, but it's fucking Tuesday I gotta be quiet because the kids are asleep right now Dot com Or gnapodcast.com We have to edit that shit out I've waited a week for that crap 
Have a good night, guys. Have a good night. Good night, night, everybody. everybody. podcast unless we had something going wrong right no at least it's not me this time